Hello, this is R.J. Deacon, reading the Supreme Court of the United States Opinion Syllabus in Ritson Group Incorporated versus Jackson Masonry, LLC. Certiorari to the United States Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit. Argued November 13th, 2019. Decided January 14th, 2020. An appeal of right lies from final judgments, orders, and decrees entered by bankruptcy courts in cases and proceedings. 28 U.S.C. Section 158A. Bankruptcy court orders are considered final and immediately appealable if they dispose of discrete disputes within the larger bankruptcy case. Bullard v. Blue Hills. Ritson Group Incorporated, Ritson, sued Jackson Masonry, LLC, Jackson, in Tennessee State Court for breach of land sale contract. Jackson filed for bankruptcy under Chapter 11 of the Bankruptcy Code. The state court litigation was put on hold by operation of 11 U.S.C. Section 362A, which provides that filing a bankruptcy petition automatically operates as a stay of creditors' debt collection efforts outside of the umbrella of the bankruptcy case. The bankruptcy court denied Ritson's motion for relief from the automatic stay filed pursuant to Section 362D. Ritson did not appeal that disposition. Instead, Its next step was to file a proof of claim against the bankruptcy estate. The bankruptcy court subsequently disallowed Ritson's claim and confirmed Jackson's plan of reorganization. Ritson then filed a notice of appeal in the district court, challenging the bankruptcy court's order denying relief from the automatic stay. The district court rejected Ritson's appeal as untimely under 28 U.S.C. Section 158 C. 2 and Federal Rule of Bankruptcy Procedure 8002A, which require appeals from a bankruptcy court order to be filed within 14 days after entry of that order. The Sixth Circuit affirmed, concluding that the order denying Ritson's motion to lift the stay was final under Section 158A, and that the 14-day appeal clock therefore ran from entry of that order. The Supreme Court held, Uh, The decision below is affirmed, and Justice Ginsburg delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. A bankruptcy court's order unreservedly denying relief from the automatic stay constitutes a final, immediately appealable order under Section 158A. This court's application of Section 158A's finality requirement is guided by the opinion in Bullard v. Blue Hills Bank addressing repayment plan confirmations under Chapter 13. The court held in Bullard that a bankruptcy court's order rejecting a proposed plan was not final because it did not conclusively resolve the relevant proceeding. Rather, the proceeding would continue until approval of a plan. In applying Bullard's analysis here, the key inquiry is how to define the immediately appealable proceeding in the context of stay relief motions. Adjudication of a creditor's motion for relief from the stay is properly considered a discrete proceeding. A bankruptcy court's order ruling on a stay relief motion disposes of a procedural unit anterior to and separate from claim resolution proceedings. It occurs before and apart from proceedings on merits of creditor's claims, and its resolution forms no part of the adversary claims adjudication process. Proceedings typically governed by state substantive law. Relief from bankruptcy's automatic stay 
thus presents a discrete dispute qualifying as an independent proceeding within the meaning of Section 158A. That's uh, Bullard again. Ritson incorrectly characterizes denial of stay relief as determining nothing more than the forum for claim adjudication and thus a preliminary step in the claims adjudication process. Resolution of a stay relief motion can have large practical consequences. However, including whether a creditor can isolate its claim from those of other creditors and go it alone outside bankruptcy or the manner in which adversary claims will be adjudicated. Moreover, bankruptcy's automatic stay stops even non-judicial efforts to obtain or control the debtor's assets, matters that often do not concern the forum for and cannot be considered part of any subsequent claim adjudication. Ritson errs in arguing that the order should nonetheless rank as non-final, where, as here, the bankruptcy court's decision turns on a substantive issue that may be raised later in the litigation, section 158a, asks whether the order in question terminates a procedural unit separate from the remaining case, not whether the bankruptcy court has preclusively resolved a substantive issue. Finally, Rather than disrupting the efficiency of the bankruptcy process, immediate appeal may permit creditors to establish their rights expeditiously outside the bankruptcy process, affecting the relief sought and awarded in later bankruptcy case. The decision is affirmed and Justice Ginsburg delivered the opinion for a unanimous court. Thank you for listening. If you'd like to get a hold of the podcast, we can be reached at rhodesscholar80 at gmail.com or at court syllabus on Twitter.